I have a problem with David Hetty. You can open a set by being like really distraught and uncomfortable and slow and saying, I want to know what I am Okay, hi, hello. Um, this is I Have a Problem with David Hetty, and this is David Hetty. And once again, it has been a very long time uh, in be- between episodes because, I mean, there's several reasons. I mean, you know, I don't want to put out bad episodes. And uh, it's not so often that people come forward with problems, and it's not so often, that even when they do, that they're legitimate or interesting problems, or ones which make for interesting episodes. And as well, uh, <laughs> why put some, Why do? Why put anything out into the world? That's sort of another reason why they're not out very frequently. Um, right now, things are a bit terribly uncomfortable. I'm in some sublet for two weeks, three days in, and I really cannot wait for it to end. Um, I guess the main thing is, is that it just, it's just, it's not very clean. Uh, it doesn't smell good. Um, there's this terrible odor. There is a cat here and it keeps touching me and wanting to touch me. And I don't it's not that I... Anyway. Okay, so this episode is with my friend, Eric Beck-Rubin, who is an interesting fellow, very super... I think is, I, anyway, I'm not going to say nice things about him. Uh, I enjoy... I'm happy to see him whenever I see him. Um, let me just read you the bio, which he asked me to, to read online, okay? And I'll give you a sense of... Uh, who he is. Okay, so his his email says, Oh wait, before I begin, I'm supposed to begin this podcast with, you know, my sort of like uh, quasi-ostensible professional obligation to say that this podcast is a part of No More Radio, um, which is a, you know, series, a collection of various podcasts. And so you can go check it out. No More Radio. Okay, so Eric writes me. That's his bio. I have taught at a number of universities, mostly in departments of architecture, as well as lectured publicly on subjects ranging from memory theaters to Sigmund Freud, same thing in a way. I received my doctorate in the representation of the Holocaust through works of literary fiction. I am currently part of curatorial team, part of curatorial team, I'm not sure if it's a curatorial team or the curatorial team, for a 2015 exhibition at the AGO, which is the Art Gallery of Ontario. Um, I literary review a literary review podcast called Burning Books. Every three weeks, there's a new episode where I look at single books, great, good, bad, really bad. Not sure about the wording here. Maybe you can amend. Amend is misspelled, but it's an email, so it's okay. Um, Burning Books can be found on iTunes and SoundCloud, as well as via the website litopia.com. The Twitter handle for the show is at burningbookspod. And he says, finally, I am a pretty nice guy, though not especially nice. Nobody would ever say, quote, he is so nice, end quote. My priorities are elsewhere. And I, I should say that it is like a really good podcast, and I, I recommend uh, at Burning Books Pod or, um, you know, uh, Burning Books. You should go listen to his podcast. What else I want to say? Oh yeah, a little bit of uh, stuff. Anyway, so the reason why this is such a short sublet is because I'm going to be doing some shows on the road, and I'll keep this short. So basically, if you were going to be in Montreal, or uh, Sackville, or Charlottetown, or Halifax, then I'll be doing pretty good, well, pretty good long shows. Um, at on, on Anyway, go to davidheady.com, you can see the stuff there. Uh, but basically, you know, 45 minutes, an hour or so of material, uh, post, post-recorded material. So it should be good at La Plante in Montreal, at, uh, Thunder and Lightning in Sackville, Baba's Lounge in Charlottetown, and part of 
Halifax Pop Explosion, um, which won't be a super long set. You know what? Look, I want to say, I just want to say, anyway, too much has gone on, but I just want to say, hello, uh, this is terrible. Everything's so disorganized because the sublet is a bit of a wreck right now. Um, but I just want to say hello to my friend from Guelph who I ran into at Sackville last time when Morgan and I were on tour there. Uh, it was such a lovely surprise. Um, and it was like, anyway, I hope, I hope you're still, still, you know, I hope things are well. Anyway, that was, that was a, a private message sent out here. So, uh, without further ado, there's no real context, I think for this podcast episode, except that it refers to a talk, which, uh, I will direct you to after the podcast. Okay, so uh, thanks very much. Ciao, I go to buy. Very good, buy. Alright, 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 alright. So you don't know whether to. We're recording right now. Yeah, we're recording. Okay, now. okay. Yeah, I'm gonna take this because I'm gonna look at my emails because I prepared for this. Yeah, this is okay. Good. Um, do you want to start in any particular fashion? I don't know. Uh, I don't know what I'm allowed to say and not say at this point. You, told, you already told me things I can't talk about. <laughs> yeah, good point. All right, so I'll start. I mean, it's funny that um, you know we talked about doing this show for a while, and it's funny that uh, it came up again now because I had just two weeks ago gone back to Montreal uh, to a wedding uh-huh. and the trip to Montreal was probably the f- well definitely was the first time I drove to Montreal since we all drove to Montreal together oh yeah okay and um, that got me thinking I mean the thing is and you can feel free to edit this I like you very much um, but it's not difficult for me to um, and for that reason, perhaps it's not difficult for me to identify the one thing, uh, the one instance, um, that, you know, I had a serious problem with. Okay. And that was the drive up to Montreal. Back home from Montreal, you mean? Yes, it was a drive back home to from Montreal. That's correct. Right. That's right. So shall we set the stage then? Sure. Um, yeah, you do it. Um, the best I can probably do is, is to, you know, use these emails as best I can to reconstruct some of the, uh, atmosphere around this okay and then if you feel obviously that i that my recollection is incorrect or my shading is incorrect you can um, do me the courtesy of explaining now or of course you have the hammer and you can always say it post facto okay uh, in your remarks can i say one thing go ahead this was this took place about 11 months ago right it's all it was in october yeah yeah it was around almost a year ago yeah uh or about a year ago and uh you're going to say why we were in Montreal? Yeah. Okay. So I get this email. Are you actually, are you actually hurt though? Are you hurt? Like, do you feel cause, because you're like, are you really, was it, were you hurt by this? Like deeply? Was I hurt or am I hurt? Both. I'm not hurt any longer. Okay. Uh, I was emotionally distressed. Okay. But, um, I wouldn't say hurt. Okay, because your eyes look different than, than when you let me, when you open the door today. <clears throat> <laughs> Is that a reference to my ass? No, it's a reference. Well, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Sort so. of. <laughs> all right. All right. So I get this email from you that says, Eric, hello, how are things? Have you heard of Montreal's Lamoud Festival? It's a festival of unexpected Jewish learning, arts, and culture. It's happening November 3rd. Okay. Okay. I got in touch with one of the directors. Da, 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 da. All right. So... Um, I get this email from you. Do we want to participate, you, me, and our mutual friend, Natalie, yeah. uh, in um, this um, session at this weekend of you know, sort of like a, like a fun conference? Conference is just a terrible word to describe it. It's more like a fun day of... It's light talks on yeah. J- Jewish-related issues. Quasi- Quasi-pseudo, crypto, exactly. Yeah. Sounds great. I'm very, very excited about it. Notwithstanding the fact that um, that uh, Natalie, uh, suge- well, what you're not supposed to use her name or something? No, I'm just throwing her under the bus by saying this. <laughs> <laughs> 
uh, Natalie suggested that you only wanted to do it with her and that I was an afterthought, which didn't bother me. Okay. It didn't bother me. I mean, um, I think afterthought is like pretty harsh. That's, that's to qualify like it like that. <laughs> um, sorry, Natalie. All right. So anyways, uh, but it's not a big deal. So this was the first sort of strain of emails as we're all trying to get together and figure out what we're going to talk about. Okay. So we have some idea we're going to talk about um, uh, your act and your material, which I love very much. Um, so, uh, you know, we emails back and forth. Uh, I'm interested. Shall we talk tomorrow or Wednesday at Robarts? Tuesday works for me, but Wednesday too. You know, hi guys, I could talk on the phone. Da, da, da. So there's emails flying between the three of us. Right. And then we're trying to set up a three-way call. Yeah. This is an excellent question you write. Is three-way calling now not an automatic feature? If it's not on my phone, then at least on Google Chat it is, though the sound's not always so great. And we're working, on, on, work, working at our times. And then um, you're saying, I would say the two of us call the person with the most comprehensive phone plan. When the second call comes in, this person should, person should have the option of making it a three-way uh, who would this third person be? It most likely wouldn't be me, given my temporary one-month plan. Um, and Natalie says, okay, call me. We try to... It's so, so complicated. Okay, but the thing is, okay, so okay. But the reason I'm saying... I'm not saying... Okay, what's the problem with that, though? The problem was it was so needlessly complicated. We could all just have basically done this in a much simpler fashion. Okay. Now, I'm not blaming you. However, you did give us most of the instruction and the parameters for dealing with this three-way call. Well, because my presumption is that others' lives are a little more settled and that, you know, you're not switching phones every every three months or something. Like a friend showed me her phone the other day. It had five numbers in it for me. And so I just thought, if you know how to do it, you know, maybe something you do, every, you know, what, what your work is. Maybe you do this once a week or something. I'm not saying you have to take care of this. I don't think I was. That's all. But when you suggested it, you could have said, I'll take care of it. I'm suggesting it. I'll take care of it. That's true. All right. Not a big deal. But it did uh, portend later events. Okay. Okay. So eventually the three-way call happened. Um, I think it was on Natalie's phone. Thanks, Natalie. <laughs> and uh, da, 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 we all sort of figured out what generally we were going to say. And then we wrote some drafts, submitted them. We were accepted and it all worked out. And we well. ended up talking about sort of uh, jokes ostensibly about the Holocaust or dark humor. And you have to say, what, you, what, do, what do you do? Right, so, right, right. Okay, right. Well, the reason I was sort of brought on as an afterthought, is that, uh, is, that I, is that my academic specialty is um, in the fictional representation of the Holocaust. So what happens when you turn this work of history, and works of history general, but this work of history particularly into works of fiction? A work of history? You're referring to the Holocaust as a work of history? Yeah, I sure did, and okay. I don't know why. Let's start again. <laughs> uh, I mean, this sort of, this sort of displays like a... a serious being rooted in a, a time and place where people don't even take the word history seriously but let's go back uh when what happens when you turn history into fiction okay okay, okay. um and natalie studies sort of it, actual art that was produced in the camps that's correct whether it's a visual art or more often theater right it was produced in concentration camps and that's how natalie and i met um common interest in that subject so uh, we wanted to talk about your jokes and what really it meant to create humor, um, often really disturbing, and consequently, often consequently, really hilarious jokes about the Holocaust. Um, what did that? What did that mean? Did that suggest that that we were not reverent of the subject? And then it, the question becomes, well, should you even be reverent of this subject at right. this point in time? Is reverence actually helpful or perhaps even harmful to the memory of this historical event? Okay. All right. So is that good summation yeah, of what we're talking so. about? All right. So da da da. we get to uh, into the program. Everything's good. And we're starting to plan how to get there and get back. Okay. Okay. It's a longer stream of emails. This is, you just don't like the way I write emails? This is the whole issue? Uh, no, 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 no. Maybe it's actually because I recognize... I'm sure this has... I'm sure you've thought about this at some point uh, throughout the course of the series, that when somebody has a problem with you, it's really a problem 
with him or herself, <laughs> right? But I recognize this kind of uh, semantic, suggestive, passive email writing, which is part of email writing generally. I mean, if you want to lose friends, if you want to piss people off, just write them an email. Like, but it's really about email writing? No, 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 no. It's really about the way this whole thing was dealt with. Okay. I don't think, it go- I don't think email is specifically the problem. It's, okay. just the, it's just the mode that you chose to express your uh, personal qualities. Okay, okay. Yeah. So, hey, all. Um, uh, all right, here, here it is. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Here we go. Um, I write... Uh, Hey guys, you write, hey guys, what's happening for travel? Via Rail has crazy $25 offers these days. Don't read it too fast because people have to hear it, right. right? Hey guys, what's happening for travel? A travel. Via Rail has crazy $25 offers these days. That's what you write. Okay. Also, how late do you want to stay on Sunday? I want to see the afternoon sessions, but then my sister also has the last night of her play at 8 p.m. Okay. You know, we're in Montreal. Yeah. For worldwide listeners, Montreal is like 500 plus kilometers. It's a five-hour drive if you're going really if you're going fast. It's a five-hour drive if you're going fast. Yeah. And there's no traffic. Right. And you don't stop. I did it once. Oh, I, you can break. <laughs> you can break five hours. I mean, it's not undoable. Right. But I'm just okay. I don't know what's the problem with that email though. Okay. okay. No, there's are, nothing wrong with that email. These are the things that I want. These are my considerations. Yep. Given that, what we everything's have to do fine to there. Achieve. Everything's fine there. Okay. That's all right, David. Anya, Natalie, and I are coming up in the car on Saturday, aiming to return on Sunday using the same car, leaving Montreal mid-afternoon. With your sister's show in mind and considering the good deal on Via, you may want to consider the train as it guarantees you won't be caught up in any traffic. However, I, for one, would be very happy to have you in the car. It's up to you. Let me know. Right. I remember, I remember that email. Yeah, you know, that email was not a naturally flowing response to your email. <laughs> I was like, gotta call Natalie... Gotta speak to my wife, <laughs> gotta figure out what everyone wants, and then I gotta package it in a way that's sort of like, we'd like you to be with us, which is true, we'd like you to be with us in the car, we wanted you to be in the car with us, Yeah. but we did not want to leave right away, and we did not want to be forced to leave right away and have this sort of Damocles 8pm thing hanging But that's fine, us. like why are you investing all this emotion and anxiety over this decision? Like I don't see what, I just said this is what I want and this is what, and you're saying this is what you want. You don't want to have to rush home. Right. And, okay. So, you're right, we're all there. So you write back. <clears throat> hey yo, <laughs> I'd much rather go back in the car with all of you. There should be no traffic on a Sunday afternoon. Normative statement. <laughs> but you're all okay leaving soon after our presentation? That's when we'd have to leave. Uh-huh. Natalie writes, under strain, under duress, <laughs> Natalie writes, um, we're discussing the trip back. Neither of us wants to be the asshole who says don't come, and we both prefer to have you in the car, but we are both concerned about traffic and the needs of our group. We're going to end up stopping, uh, basically with two women, we're going to end up stopping and having something to eat. We think that even if we were really efficient with everything, we would be cutting it close. Last time I traveled from Montreal, it took eight hours. So, <laughs> two possibilities. Come with us, let us take our time, have fun, get something good to eat in Montreal, or take the train bus, be relaxed, rather, in knowing that you'll make it on time to the show. Come with us. Okay. Natalie. <laughs> you write back. With that, like, I-, I think it's obtuse at this point. Wait a second, eight hours? For real? <laughs> I've made the drive dozens of times. It takes maybe six, and it's Sunday afternoon. There aren't, honestly, new bladder problems, are there? Then you talk about a girl that you went on a trip with oh, yeah. uh, who had OCD and went to the washroom every half hour. There may not even be a ticket for me, it turns out. Uh, to the play. To the play. I'd rather have a fun car ride back. I just don't understand why you're saying it would take so long. So we're being obtuse to you. You're being obtuse to us. We're saying we don't want to be under a timeline right. or a, t- a time constraint without really saying it, but kind of saying it. Yeah. And you're saying, don't worry, we can do everything. Right. We can't do everything. There's just no way we could do everything. We couldn't, we could, we were not going to do our show and leave and come back at eight. It just was not likely to happen. Well, I mean, I, I, what time, I don't, I don't remember what time the show was, but. I don't know. I don't know what time the show is. Perhaps you could have made it back in time. <laughs> hey, all. This is me. <clears throat> the ride back. David, I just want to be clear that we are all on the same page. The idea is that Nat, Anya, and I will be hanging back after the talk, have a nice lunch somewhere in the city, and head back. I want to be clear that if you join us, which is our... 
which is our preference at this point, I don't know if that's true any longer, then you won't be making it back to Toronto for the show. There's just no way to do both, and the decision is for us to take more time in Montreal. Email has made this unclear, and I want to make sure we are all in agreement so that there's no stressing out or misunderstanding at the time. Okay. And then that's that, that's that's, that's sort of that's sort of the end of the the car thing. So that's the end of the email. Okay. Yeah. Everything's sort of fine after that. Okay. Then we get then now. Can we fast forward to the day before the show? Okay. So the day before the show, we're all in Montreal, and we decide we're going to meet up. I think it was like Saint Denis or Mile End or something like that. Right. Up there, uh, I can't remember the place. It's a nice place, and it was nice. Like there was some there was oh, some sardine. We went to sardine. We went to sardine. And we embraced, and everything was great, and why shouldn't it have been? It was really nice. I was yeah. very happy to see you. So we sit down, we start talking about our, our, our talk, mm-hmm. and, um, <laughs> and you started discussing all the things you didn't want to do in the talk. Okay. So you didn't want to explain certain things. You didn't want to... You basically just wanted to sit there and tell jokes. That's what you said. You didn't want to discuss anything. No, No. that's not what ended up happening. But that's what you essentially said at the beginning. I do not want to have any kind of of planned out thing. You guys, you guys do the the explanation. You, Natalie and Eric, do the explanation. I, David, will will do the humor and the jokes and and I'll just sort of... All right, okay. And and, uh, you didn't want to explain why you thought... And I, I, frankly, I understand that. I understand the inclination not to want to explain um, any work of art that you've created. Like, I, I'm fully behind that. I think that that, that can really, especially but, humor, it can be very damaging. Also, this is what you guys do. Like, I thought, like, my, I, probably my thinking was like, I am excited to hear what you guys have to say and bring in all your learning and, 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 the, and the way that you write and the way you speak is totally different. Like, I don't, my, I don't give talks. You give talks. You go to conferences all reasonable and i don't go to conferences but you're absolutely okay, sorry. right <laughs> no it's a real problem it's a real problem i just i can't bear the idea of conferences it's been a career stall okay so uh da da um but Natalie and I are freaking out because we had come up with a plan previously where each of us would say certain things and now you were saying nope I am recusing myself from the explanatory aspect of this presentation. Okay. Da, 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 da. All right, fine, whatever. Not a big deal. Because it's not how I remember when we, when we when we started actually talking about what we were going to say, it was clear everyone was actually going to uh, contribute in some kind of similar fashion. Right. And we did. In the end, we did. And I think I, the talk went really well. Oh, really well. I remember Natalie being pretty stressed out, and, and Natalie and, was stressed, and, and and she wanted to really get her part down and she had it printed out and written up and X's yeah. and crossed out yeah. and I thought you and I were a little more casual with the whole yeah. thing saying we'll just go and we'll jump in when we want and it'll be fine before, during and after that's entirely correct okay I guess I was quite receptive to Natalie's stress sorry Natalie mm-hmm. <laughs> I was receptive to her stress that was stressing me out I thought it was I thought it was a good thing that some that she had that attitude that one person had that attitude a professional attitude not professional just someone who's a little more, cons- you know, looking at it from a different, from a different perspective, and concerned with elements that I wouldn't be concerned with. I agree. I agree. I'm glad she put that work into it. It helped give the thing some shape. Mm-hmm. All right. So we do the presentation. It's fantastic. Everything's great. I really enjoy it. Um, and I was very happy with the outcome. Actually, we were so happy that we stayed and we went to see other presentations. Yeah, we, we hung food, around, we had some, some food, drink, whatever. Exactly. Everything was really like we took our time. We it was ended packed. up packed. It was packed. There was standing room only. Yeah. Oh, in the room? Yeah. The room was great. Yeah. The room was fantastic. I mean, you did a great job promoting it. I'm really happy that I was part of it. As an afterthought. As any part of it. We were an afterthought. <laughs> I didn't, we weren't even we weren't even that good friends then, really, were we? Like I knew Natalie Are we? much better. Oh yes, I agree. Well, only you know. So we had never dated at that point. Okay, it's true. <laughs> so <clears throat> everything's going well. We're mellow. Mm-hmm. But there is this cloud looming over the entire thing: the fact that you want to get on the road ASAP. Okay. 
So instead of getting on the road ASAP, we actually go to another session. I don't think that's okay. Okay. That's, I, I don't think that's true. That is a lock. That is what was going on. No. Because we were worried when you're going to leave, when you're going to leave. And then you're like, hey, let's stay and watch a Menachem Foyer's thing. And then... Hey. I think what happened was that once I realized we weren't going to go make, try to make it back for the play, I want to hang around longer. I think you guys actually like precipitated getting that going home. That was not communicated. Really? 100% not communicated. All right. The problem is we never resolved what we were actually going to do. Okay. Were we leaving ASAP or were we not? Because... As will become clear as the story unfolds, you definitely wanted to be on the road. And you definitely wanted to get back to Toronto as soon as possible. Okay. So we watch another presentation. Oh, yeah. We sit around. Oh, yeah, yeah, In yeah. In the yeah. car, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we, we, get, we, get, <laughs> we, get, um, we finally get out of there. Yeah. Even though it's like I'm trying to, like, like we're trying to claw you out of there. Because you're such, like, a social, uh, you know... You're just in your element there, and, and you want to be talking to people. But we're like, David, didn't you want to go? Didn't you want to leave? Da, 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 da. And you're like, oh, yeah, 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 I want to leave, I want to leave. Let's go. Okay. I just have to stop at my place, pick up my stuff. <laughs> you stop at your place. It's like, I remember it was about 25 minutes. You were inside for 25 minutes really? picking up a bag and possibly some kind of dietary supplement. I mean, that's all I remember. I'm thinking to myself, what the fuck took so long? Okay. Because we're in the car, and all I hear from Anya and Natalie is, didn't he want to leave? Didn't he want to get out of here? What's really? taking him so long? How much longer? Eric, go knock. Is he okay? Da, da, da. And I'm like, no, 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 no. David's going to do what he's going to do. We'll do what we do. It's going to be fine. Da, uh-huh. da. All uh-huh. right, so we're ready to leave Montreal. But then but then we decide we're going to stop for for. Chocolate. You wanted a croissant. I wanted, I wanted pain au chocolat. Right. And you said there's a place called Copain d'Abord. Right. It's nearby. No. Did no. I say, oh, yeah. Yes, yeah, so you I did. Said, no, I said it's like, I didn't say nearby. You said five minutes away. Yeah. I yeah. mean, it was barely, uh, barely within the island of Montreal. Ugh. Like, we kept driving east No, there was traffic. Look, you want to go to this place? I was like, you know what? It's no good. It's no good. Trust me. And you're like, well, I read it online. Da, da, da. I was like, look, like, okay, if you want to go there, but I'm telling you, I know the places in this no, city. No, no. That wasn't it. I, then we went to another place we went that to- was no good. And you said, no, Copain is much better. I know. I said, don't, let's not go to this first place. Yes, it's you're no absolutely good. right. But the first place was on the bloody way. It didn't matter. Okay, okay, fine. But it was still whatever so you got a totally inferior you know pastry yes I did and then we went to Copain d'Abord okay. which was not five minutes but away but isn't that okay so but was I was I so much in a rush I mean was it yes. kind of in that much in a rush where I was like you know what I want you to have a nice like genuine pastry experience in Montreal again as the story unfolds it <clears throat> will become evident that you were in a major rush so whether or not you appropriate you know, directed me in a way that was appropriate with your uh, appropriate to your own goals of leaving and being in Toronto ASAP you did in fact send me to Copendable for which I am grateful much better <laughs> much better pastry very happy I think I had like two and um, but it was not five minutes away it was like 25 minutes away and in traffic hang on so then we get on the road and finally we get on the road right this is you dropped me off at Spadine in college, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I wasn't coming in for my sister's play at that time. Yeah, okay. you were coming in for something else. Yeah. So we're on the road. <laughs> and I was like, at that point, what, like three or four or something like that. We're on the road. And um, you start saying, uh, you're in the back with Anya. Uh-huh. Or Natalie, you're in the back of Natalie, Anya's in the front, and we start talking, and you were talking about um, this this particularly um, hefty individual who was eating in a, an obnoxious fashion, and then you start talking about uh, people who wear clothing that's too tight. And um, You remember this that closely, that well? I, I have a good memory for trivia. Okay. So mm-hmm. Thanks. <laughs> so I remember it very specifically. And then as the, as the night sort of wears on and it gets dark, you say, can you, can you just speed up? Right. You know why? Because well, I, I was driving only 10 to 15 kilometers over the limit. Okay, look. That, okay. Okay. The reason I was like in a huge rush to get back at that point was because 
I had to meet with this with 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 my friend, my co-writer, I suppose. Yes, that's correct. And the next day, we were pitching to uh, I don't know, like CTV or Bell Media or someone this this series. Mm-hmm. And my friend and I hadn't met each other, hadn't seen each other in a long time, and we had to have a meeting. And we ended up having a meeting at like eleven. PM or eleven thirty mm-hmm. or something like that the day before. Mm-hmm. So that's why I was like, I want to have some time to understand what's going on the next morning. Okay, that's all. So it's not like there's a real thing to get be done. Oh no, mm-hmm. I did I didn't think it was just to like hit the nightlife of Toronto at the end of Sunday night. Moment. That was not it. Okay. That's not the concern. We're getting on the highway and you're like, can you go a little bit faster? And I knew maybe from listening to an earlier podcast. Maybe there was something that you just gave off that if I got a ticket for speeding, I wouldn't absolutely not be contributing to that ticket and vice versa as well, because you're, you know, you're not the wheel. I'm at the wheel. I'm responsible. I'm driving no matter how much pressure there is pressure, peer pressure, pressure, you know, at that point. Well, that's you presuming how I react to that. That is a reasonable presumption. Okay. So what happened then? So I kept driving at 10 to 15 kilometers over the speed limit, and you kept asking me to speed up. Really? Oh, yeah. Kept asking you to speed up, kept asking you to speed up. It reminded me of, uh, oh, it was a podcast with the cab. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> there's, a, there's a question about that in first-year economics. It's the freeloader problem. How do you deal with freeloaders? It's not fair to keep on referring, no, people to keep on referring to previous episodes that have been raised and other problems. It's taking advantage of a whole project. Well... All right, so you're right, uh, but the project's there to be taken advantage of. It's being consulted to, okay. know, being consulted and listened to. So, all right, da, da 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 you keep telling me to speed up, and it's like, we've stopped talking in the car. There is no music playing. There's just like an occasional, can you just, can you just go a little faster? Can you go a little faster? Okay. And then, at a certain point, Anya and Natalie want dinner. They want dinner, and we're maybe, maybe outside Kingston or something like that. Mm-hmm. And um, there's a uh, sign for Harvey's. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we pull off the highway, we go to the Harvey's. Okay. And um, uh, on the way, uh, this was going to be approximately a 10 to 15 minute detour. Okay. And from the moment we left the highway till the moment we got into uh, Harvey's. Um, you were so concerned about time. Mm-hmm. So do you really, do you need a hamburger? Do you, do you can you just go to the washroom? Maybe could, could you, maybe could you like split a hamburger? Could you like, do you really need a hamburger? Like, do you really need a hamburger became your replacement for, could you go a little bit faster? Okay. It was just, really? yes. And then you asked to borrow, um, Natalie's phone. And then you asked to borrow Anya's phone. The whole thing just really disintegrated because you were so stressed out. Okay. And yeah, I was really stressed out. I remember that when I got back to Toronto, like I couldn't get in touch with my friend. I yeah. ran to a bar where I knew the yeah. bartender and yeah. she got me in touch. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Because when we got to Toronto, he wasn't even there. Right. So all this stress could have been better dealt with, with just a little bit of planning on your part and acceptance and resignation. And resignation. And, and the acceptance is a loss of control. You can't drive the car. I couldn't go any faster because I was worried. Like, mm-hmm. I could have gone faster, but I was worried about getting a ticket. Okay. I saw a lot of cops Did you tell me that at the time? Absolutely. Okay. But it doesn't sound... It's not like a reasonable... It's not a cool excuse. I didn't feel good about that excuse. I didn't feel good about that. Okay, okay. But it was the reason. Okay. But I didn't feel good about that reason. Maybe it was because I was... And this comes back to an earlier observation. Maybe it was because I felt that... You were trying to control the situation, and I was trying to control the situation back. And the problem I had with you was your attempt to exert control. And that's what I would have liked to have been doing at that time. Okay. And I guess that's what I did, and I didn't feel good about it either. My problem with you is that you made me feel bad about what I was doing. Meaning trying to exert control at that time? Yeah. So your problem is that I made you feel bad about yourself? Yeah. Wow. (laughs) I'm 
flattered that I have that much <laughs> control over how you feel about your, you know, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, you will acknowledge at this juncture that you were being so difficult in the car and so antsy and you were unable to see the antsiness that you had spread, that you had spread throughout the, you know, five, six hours of the car ride. It could have been so nice if you had just said, you know what, this is not going to happen. I'll get to my friend whenever I get to my friend. Da, 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 da. Well, Be a little more zen about the whole thing. The terrible, I don't remember the specifics. I think there were times, I remember like weird, nice conversations in that drive. Yeah. And I wanted to go home with you guys. I thought that's, like, I, I enjoy these car trips. I want to spend like the five hours or whatever, six hours with you guys. Same. Feelings mutual. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I think, look, I think maybe part of it is trying to fit everything in at once together. Like to, to do it all, really? That was kind of a theme of the day. Because we wanted to do our session, but then we wanted to meet people, but then we wanted to go to their sessions. Right. Then we wanted to have one croissant, then we wanted to have another croissant. Yeah, that was a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a there nice was thing. too much. Well, I, I mean, I don't, I, I wouldn't, I don't want to stress, that's not my intention to stress you out. You succeeded. Well, I'm sorry about that. Apology accepted. I didn't realize it was. I didn't realize there was all this stress in the car. I felt I was the bridge between two units of extreme stress. I was not the bridge in the sense of like a thermal bridge, like this thing that conducts stress between you know opposing parties. I don't know. I had. Why not? Did you communicate this at the time before it got so terrible? No, and that's my fault. I shouldn't just said, David. Oh wait a second. I did say that. I said, David, we're not going to make it home on time. If you want to control your time, you know, throw your lot in with the bus or the train. Probably the bus. Right. But if you want to spend time with us, you are the minority group within a larger, you know, unit. All right. I mean, it's really hard for me to kind of... Like, I, I don't... I can't speak to the specifics of the interactions. You know, I, don't, I don't remember it as well as you do, clearly. I guess because it wasn't as a big thing for me. It wasn't, clearly well, it wasn't I suspect, as big a thing. I, sus- I suspect it's a feature of your life more than it is a feature yeah, of Yeah, probably. Life. It's an everyday thing. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh... Has it happened since? There have been other situations like that? Similar? No, because we've never had to go in together on something. Mm-hmm. Would you do it again? Would you go, well, we are. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see. You came, you came to me with another, with a project. Yes. Yes. So. You know, I, people who know me will probably just stick their finger down their throat when they hear this because they've heard this a million times, but. I try to make decisions based on a marginal benefit, marginal cost analysis. Okay. Um, and I deemed that although the cost was significant, the cost of collaborating with you on any project is significant mm-hmm. um, because of your, you know, personality defects. I'm not going to sacrifice why I want to work with anyone, you know? The marginal benefit, there is a marginal benefit. There's a margin of benefit. There is a greater benefit than there is a cost. So how much more room do I have to like be a, be kind of annoying? You know, the problem with me is I I really have an elastic tolerance (laughs) to my own detriment. Yeah. But I, but also I think, okay. But I I also also think I have more to offer as the, as the, as the, as the years go by. So, you know, I liked your earlier sets more (laughs) than I liked your last set. Well, I mean, the last set was a new set. That's okay. That's okay. It's okay for you. Well, both. I think both. Those are all, those were like first time. Those are jokes being told for the first time. I really liked the Murphy bed joke. That I'm never telling again. (laughs) (laughs) I don't like that joke at all. (laughs) Um, all right. So (laughs) 
Yeah, you're right. I, my problem is it comes back to this like uh, what i what bothers me about you is that you were unable to express yourself directly okay. and it is the same problem it is the source of the problem in general i was unable to express myself directly natalie was unable to express herself directly and because email just exacerbates any kind of trouble within a communication mm-hmm. within communication between people the whole thing became oblique like stabs so you'd say oh we can totally make it we'd say one cannot make it right and then and then you'd say one might wish to go faster and we'd say one might not wish to go too fast and it became like this sort of this ridiculous non-conversation that's just like constant butting of heads Mm. it was so stressful it was so stressful for me sorry about that that's okay it's okay. I mean, don't, don't worry about it. I, I, the funny thing is, I could say I would never think about it if we didn't sit here and discuss it. But actually, I think about it fairly often. So, do you think things are going to be better after this? Like, how should, how would change? How how should I change? How should you change? You're not going to change. Why? Because people don't don't change. But so, what's the point of having this conversation? Uh, to entertain others. That's it. You, 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 you feel there's no way to resolve conflict. There's no way to improve upon oneself at all. Oh, there's certain things you can do. But at your core, you're going to be a passive, aggressive individual. And nothing's going to change that. You're not going to one day wake up and be sort of a, a blustering, imperious, uh, dictatorial, um, you know, assertive individual. That's not who you are. How? Okay, so what would have been the the right course of action in in those emails? Uh, The emails, the right course of action, I'll I'll start with myself, is Mm -hmm. uh, to say, David, we're not going to um, make it back at eight, except that I did say that. So I guess now knowing this, I would say the right course of action is, David, we're not going to make it back at eight, so why don't you just shut the fuck up in the back of the car and enjoy the ride? I think that's really harsh. (laughs) I think that the emails were communicating like, Maybe it's passive aggressive. Maybe it's kind of polite to communicate. Like this is really like something that is important to me. Like I really wanted to be back for my sister's play, but and then you I rec- could not be back for your sister's play and <clears throat> have you can, you can. This is not just having your cake and eating it too. It's like there's a third degree of that, and I don't know what it is. It's baking your cake. But then I gave it. it then too. we gave it up. Then that's why we didn't rush back for that. But you went, but once we were on the road, you were constantly pressing us to go faster and faster. So we did have to rush back for the for the meeting. Yes, you replaced one 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 like apocalyptic necessity with another. I don't know. I don't know. It's hard. Like I, I mean, I'm surprised. Like how I'm surprised how upset how upset you are. <laughs> Just a sensey person. But you bring this. So you bring this up. You bring this up. You know, pre. Had there been ever been, without the without the podcast, this would have, you would have taken this to the to the grave. I I might have tried to write about it. Okay, huh. but not with me. Well, that's not true. Okay. But who knows? Okay. Um, but you're right. I probably would just have sh- like I have a big file of people are, what they are. And it just goes into that file. <laughs> know that in future. Deal with it accordingly. Okay. You can't expect... I'm not going to expect you to not try to wring out every advantage from a situation <laughs> in future. I just know that's going to be the case and I'll deal with it accordingly. And that's okay. I don't mind that. Uh-huh. I don't mind that at all. But... I'm not going to be the person who sits there and says, I can't believe he did that when he did that the last time. So what the fuck did you expect? Okay, I'll try. Okay. All right. I don't need you to change. Be who you are. But it fucking makes you miserable. <laughs> um, no, it doesn't make me miserable because we are not in a car. And, and listen, I'm not the bridge between two stressed out parties. Uh-huh. Right? Uh-huh. Like, it's much... I, I, I've noticed this. I'm friends with... Yeah, you, know, you can include yourself or exclude yourself with this, from this group. I'm friends with a lot of people who are intolerable or a lot of people who are like, yeah, I, you know, for some reason I keep losing my friends and I may myself be like that. I don't know, but yeah. let's leave me out of the 
out of the picture. I have a lot of tolerance for eccentric and difficult personalities. However, when I'm with other people who don't, yeah. it's just, I feel quite conflicted. That's the problem. So you and I can go on a road trip. No problem. You'll be who you are and I'll be accommodating. But if some other, you know, I guess I'm throwing everyone else under the bus, aren't I? By saying that, by saying what? By saying that you and I could have done this trip and you would have upset me, but it wouldn't have driven me so crazy. Because of, because of the two girls? Hmm. I don't know. I don't know why their presence would have, would have, would have made it more difficult for you. Because they wanted the, uh, they they wanted the opposite. They wanted to slow down. They wanted to have the hamburger. They wanted to each have a hamburger. One of them wanted to use the washroom, which was a major source of concern for you. No, I don't believe this. I don't believe this. I understand going to the bathroom. I understand that. Anyway. I don't know. I don't know. I think this is... I don't know. We can... Is there some... I don't know how to come to the... Conclusion? Yeah. The conclusion is, you know, for me, this has been a look at how David Hetty would be in your car trip. Well, I went on the, I went on the road with, 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 with Morgan O'Shea for three weeks, basically. We had one fake, conf- one fake sort of, you know, raised temper because he can't pronounce the word bagel. Oh, what does he say? Bagel? Or- yeah. Oh. Yeah. But the rest of the time, it was beautiful. There were zero conflicts, zero conflicts. So it's not... Comedians are not normal people. What is that? What is that now? So that's a, now. What is it even? Maybe. You can't say that. Oh well, you know, I had a, I had a great time with an abnormal individual. No, and therefore Why I'm I the abnormal one in our pairing. No, 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 no. I'm not saying that. I'm saying you just claim to have a good time with another comedian. Yeah. I.e., a person whose personality is like essentially beyond the pale as far as I'm concerned. No, he's a sweet guy. <laughs> then he's not a comedian. He okay. can only be one or the other. Fine, fine. So. What I'm trying to say is that's not proof of your ability to accommodate others. Okay, but but our ride was proof of my inability, inability to, to accommodate yeah. others. Okay, okay. Because it was evident that we were not going to make it there any sooner. And you did not give up trying to make that happen. All right, okay. <laughs> All right, I can't... I, I don't know that. Okay, fine. Aside from that, it's been great. Okay, good. <laughs> All right, well, I'm happy to hear that. Okay, good. I'm, happy. I'm glad. I'm glad you told me how you what 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 happened. How you felt. How would you define glad in that sentence? Well, I think I'm better. I think I'm happier. I'm uh, that how I define glad. Uh, I don't know. Please, is that is that the synonym? I can't throw that in. I'm just like the fact that you're telling me how you feel, being more honest, and not too sort of dead. Not like not in a way that's going to sever the friendship. I think it's a positive thing. Oh, yeah. Like I said, I, it takes a lot to sever a friendship. <laughs> you know, or not. Okay. All right. Anything else? No. Am I supposed to say something? Do you want me to say something at this mm-hmm. point? I mean, I'd like you to say something because I find the things you say to be entertaining. Not because I need you to say something, though. But you don't feel like I'm, I'm omitting some sort of admission. No, I think that at this juncture, you know, when they arrest people and they say, I think it's in England, they say, if you don't say something now, it can harm you. You can't just say something later as if, you know, it, 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 will, it will impugn that later statement if it doesn't come in a timely fashion. Okay. So the fact that you're not you know, disagreeing with the essential elements of this recollection tells mm-hmm. me that, you know... You think I'm right. And it's not often that I get to hear that. <laughs> Even if I didn't hear that, I am hearing that. <laughs> I am hearing that. So that's really gratifying for me. Probably more gratifying than anything you can say. Okay. Hmm. Okay. Okay, exactly. Okay, good. Thanks, David. All right, thanks, Dave. I want to know what... I want to know what... Anyway, so that is uh, that was the conversation between me and Eric. Um, 
I mean, it's a conversation, although I really didn't speak very much. Uh, I was a little out of it that day, I think. Been sick for a little while. But more than that, I just, I was kind of really honestly taken aback by the intensity, the emotion that I saw in Eric. I I didn't understand. I felt, I, I felt bad that I'd acted in that way, and I was confused as well that, well, did I act like that really? I mean, it's easy. Look, I don't have a good memory, and Eric seemed pretty certain in his own recollections. Um, but, like, I know, I know that I understand going to the washroom like that. Anyway, that is, uh, that's something that I understand. Um, and as well, I don't know, it seems like, look, I don't want to say college highs, I think it's unfair to have this, this sort of power to, to say things about, uh, my, you know, my inter interlocutor or whomever, um, after the fact, uh, so that's that, okay? So what I should say is that... Okay, I'm supposed to say at the outro of my podcast, this podcast is part of No More Radio. You can listen to all of our podcasts at nomoradio.com. Support for No More Radio comes from the Montreal Improv. You can find out more about them at montrealimprov.com. Please feel free to reword it in your own voice. The message, which I just read again. Um, Eric Beckerubin's podcast is Burning Books. Uh, you can find it at Burning Books Pod. And it actually is quite good. Like, I, I, don't, I don't get around to reading much. And so, it's a nice way of understanding culture. And as well, I have lots of shows coming up. Again, you can find them all at davidheady.com. Uh... What else? Oh yeah, if you want to hear the conversation that the talk on Holocaust humor, quote-unquote, that, that Eric and uh, Natalie and I gave, you can find that on my website. It's, uh, it's what's the section called? It's like the special section. It's, uh, it's like the this and that. It's, it's a link. To, it's, it, it'll be clear. Um, and otherwise, you know, thanks for listening, and, uh, that's it. There'll be more conversations. Actually, what happened? Okay, just quickly. There was supposed to be another episode, um, but it fell through because I really thought this person was angry with me. And then I, and then, you know, because I wrote him an email and I hadn't heard back from him after this sort of misunderstanding. And because uh, we had this interaction, I'll go into it next time. We'd had this interaction, and I felt ter- I felt miserable. I was like, oh, I lost a friend. And then I, I was telling a friend what happened, and they were like, oh, that sounds like a podcast. And I was like, you know, you're right. So I emailed the person, and then I got a response saying, no, 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 everything's fine. Like, there's no issue, and, you know, I apologize for, for whatever may have, you know, transpired. And so a podcast fell through, uh, but maybe a friendship did, did not. Okay. Um, you know, uh, enjoy, enjoy yourselves. Thanks.